Hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? This is the Bitcoin Doctor, and this is the Bitcoin Show. Welcome to all of you. I'm very glad to see you today. And we are going to be talking about crypto. We're going to be talking about several exciting um, projects and the current news and everything crypto. I hope you've had a great week since our last show. Please contact me on Facebook or uh, YouTube and um, tell me all the things that you're involved with in crypto. And I look forward to hearing from you. Um, it's, it's a very exciting time in the world of uh, crypto. We hope to build an enormous audience that loves talking crypto. You know, um, this is 2021. It's uh, August 2021. And uh, for the last eight months, um, it's been quite a ride. Uh, the beginning of this year um, saw some uh, amazing run-ups in uh, the value of cryptocurrency, in the adoption. I mean, there's so many stories this year. I mean, El Salvador um, was was uh, a key uh, broker in that uh, they um, made Bitcoin uh, a legal tender in the country of El Salvador. Uh, amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. And uh, we're looking forward to some some equally amazing uh, information uh, here in this year. One of the things that I'd like to call your attention to um, was the recent closing of the uh, sacrifice phase for a new blockchain, a fork of Ethereum, called Pulse. And uh, it's it's just... Uh, it's it's really uh, um, a tour de force uh, in terms of what is Pulse and what was uh, the whole um, sacrifice phase and what happens next. Um, we're going to go through that as well. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Definity. Um, which is a uh, very unique uh, blockchain that is now operational and uh, is um, doing very well. Uh, it's been in development for a very long time. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Stacks. Uh, this is a project um, that provides a full, uh, full smart contract uh, capabilities on Bitcoin. Yeah, I know you've you've already you you've you've been in the the cryptocurrency space a long time, and you consider yourself somewhat educated, and you say to yourself, well, you know, uh, you know, smart contracts are built on Ethereum or Ethereum clones or ADA or or Solana or some other. Um, cryptocurrency, but not on Bitcoin. Bitcoin doesn't have smart contract capabilities. Well, this company's been working since 2013 
to build programmability on top of Bitcoin. And uh, this is version 2. They're um, ready uh, for prime time. They're up and running. And uh, I think they are probably the most uh, well-appointed, well-funded uh, project that no one knows about. Um, so um, we're going to talk about that as well. And um, welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, we, we know that there are better ways to communicate all this information. And one of the ways I, I love is Facebook Live. Um, it is just a very um, well-designed, well-managed um, tool to deliver this kind of information. And um, I then ultimately do take this audio and post it on Block Talk Radio. I then do uh, ultimately take this audio, uh, this video, and post it on YouTube. But I prefer, um, I prefer... The initial, uh, uh, the initial creation of the video live using Facebook Live Producer um, on Facebook. And uh, I hope I get some engagement. Is there anyone listening to me live right now? Um, I see uh, my video is doing well. Um, I can see... Uh, lots of uh, uh, the stream is doing well. My CPU is only working about 13%. I'm doing 30 frames a second. Um, uh, join me live on Facebook uh, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, Pacific Daylight Time, PDT, PST, um I'm on the Pacific Coast in the U.S. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Join me. And I would love to uh, communicate with people. Um, I'm not quite sure how we can communicate. Um, if there are, if I can look at questions or anything like that. But I'm going to be uh, exploring some of that um, as we go on and continue this process. But uh, uh, it looks like we're doing great right now. Stream metrics are amazing. Um, Facebook, Facebook. It's just uh, a really cool um, tool. And uh, Facebook Live producer, live feed producer, whatever this is called, is um, really good really good. I love it. Um, so let's get started. Um, I'm going to leave you right here while I tell you a story. The story starts in 2020. Most recently, uh, an investment of $100 million from Mass Mutual, a 170-year-old insurance company, uh, and a series of investments totaling over $5 billion by MicroStrategy Incorporated, led by CEO Michael Saylor, 
converting their corporate treasury cash into Bitcoin led a trend in the corporate world which made 2020 an amazing year for crypto and Bitcoin in particular. I love it. Um, Michael Saylor at one point said, um, as you know, the majority shareholder in his publicly traded company, um, he pretty much can do whatever he wants. Um, but he said, I have a, a personal obligation. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting on $500 million at that time, a half a billion dollars in cash. And I feel like I'm sitting on a half a billion dollar melting ice cube with the liquidity from the, the pandemic, um, pumping more, uh, money into the economy, um, driving inflation up, um, you know, he said, you know, based on just inflation, um, the real inflation, cash on cash of about 15% a year, um, you know, five, ten, seven years, um, the, the purchasing power of the, of the huge melting ice cube of cash that he was sitting on would be eroded completely. He needed to find a solution. Um, traditional treasury management techniques were not working. Um, uh, check out Michael Saylor, um, his, his explanation of his entry into cryptocurrency and his continued, uh, focus and, uh, his continued, uh, belief in the future of Bitcoin is quite, quite amazing. My name is Joe Terry, uh, and my lawyers <clears throat> tell me that you will not believe the following. You will not believe the following. And I just, I could not really uh, believe that my lawyers were saying this, but they said you wouldn't believe that A, I'm not a financial advisor. B, you should do your own research. D-Y-O-R, do your own research. Or C, Never take financial advice from a guy on a video podcast on the internet. And um, I, I just don't agree. Not at all. I think you are smarter than what my lawyer thinks. Send all your Ethereum and Hex uh, donations to the Ethereum address in the show notes. Uh, please send Bitcoin. Uh, donations to the Bitcoin address in the show notes. Uh, that begins with uh, 1HGK and ends with uh, XYHY. Please uh, uh, donate responsibly. Uh, but um, whatever your donations, uh, they will be very appreciated. Um. You can uh, listen to the uh, program live, or uh, actually, you can just listen to the program on Blog Talk Radio uh, forward slash The South Bay Show, and um, get your questions answered. And uh, there you go; it's going to be fun. Uh, check out. Also, I want you to check out an app for staking. Uh, and managing hex investments called Staker App. You can find out more at Staker App, S-T-A-K-E-R, S-T-A-K-E-R-A-P-P dot 
bitcoin-doctor.com. S-T-A-K-E-R-A-P-P dot bitcoin-doctor.com. <clears throat> and also, I need you to go to hope.com. H-O-P-E dot com. There is hope. Hope.com. All right. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Now, we will continue our program with, um, you know, one of the best investments that I've ever made and one of the best communities and founders that I've ever found in the crypto space. The founder, Richard Hart, um, has donated uh, tremendous amounts of time and energy and intellect to creating Hex. And so I just want you to know a little bit about what Hex is and how it works. Um, if there's someone out there that doesn't know, if there's someone out there that doesn't know, I want that fixed. That's just that simple. The invention of cryptocurrencies brought us alternatives to the traditional financial system. Hex is the next step in that evolution, designed to replace high-interest time deposit savings accounts. Stake your Hex coins for a fixed time period, and once your stake expires, Hex pays you the interest you're owed. The longer lockdown period you choose, the higher interest rate you receive. Hex is a smart contract built on top of the Ethereum network, providing you trustless, decentralized interest without any banking fees or middlemen. Bitcoin miners generate about 650,000 coins a year in total. They have to sell most of it to cover their high electricity costs, forcing down the price of Bitcoin on the market. Rather than paying miners, Hex pays the stakers instead, who have no mining costs pushing down the price of Hex. And the more people stake their coins, the less will be available on the market for buyers, which in turn increases the price of Hex. However, if less people stake, then the contract automatically increases the amount of interest earned by the remaining stakers. This balance ensures that it's always beneficial to be a staker. You can already buy HEX on a growing number of exchanges. If you are a Bitcoin holder, why not hold your investment in an asset that actually rewards you for holding? All right, there you go. That's a, a simple, clean the invention of crypto introduction to what is HEX. Um, it's, it's so quick and so simple. You may not have grasped it entirely. Just go to hex.com and you can find out more. So, um, there's, there's been some innovations, uh, in the worlds of, uh, crypto and in the worlds of, uh, of, smart contracts that I really, really wanted to communicate. And um, so I'm going to do that. But uh, in in just a little bit, um, I have this presentation that I wanted you to, to hear. It's about stacks. It's about stacks. Um, there's, there's, you know, Definity is an amazing uh, project. Um, it's, it's, uh, you may have heard about it, the, uh, ticker symbol for their main, um, 
cryptocurrency coin is ICP. And uh, let's see what ICP has been doing. Um, we'll go to uh, uh, coin market cap and see what ICP has been doing. It's, it's, you know, it's not primarily a trader's coin. That's not what it's about. It's about uh, the underlying technology of ICP and uh, what it has been doing uh, as a uh, project. And it's providing um, a platform, an internet platform, um, that's really, really scalable and fast and, um, you know, free from the, in, free from the, uh, the problems that we have with our existing internet infrastructure. But um, there's lots of problems with Definity. Uh, they're thinking about forking it again um, to create a, a sister chain. Um, it's like perpetually in development. Um, there's that. And so you can get on the Definity train and, um, uh, you know, find out more about them at Definity.org. D-F-I-N-I-T-Y dot uh, org. D-F-I-N-I-T-Y dot org. Definity. But there is another project that wants to create a smart contract um, layer, a new, better internet, and it's called Stacks, and, and it's really, really exciting. Um, this uh, uh, gentleman here with, uh, with uh, Crypto Money Life um, explains it very, very well, so I want you to hear this explanation. And um, now you can you can really understand it. Uh, here we go. Two years is a long time in the world of cryptocurrency. However, if you're one of those that remember back to 2019, then you will recall a crypto platform called Blockstack going viral in June of that year after they purchased a billboard across the road from Google's California headquarters. The billboard contained a simple message can't be evil, which was a reference to Google's then code of conduct mantra of don't be evil. Why am I talking about something that happened two years ago, you may ask? Well, a lot has happened in the two years since, and Blockstack, having never made the inroads into the crypto market that it had hoped, is no longer around, having evolved into the Stacks project. And it is Stacks and their STX tokens that is the focus for today's video. Hey everyone, and very warm welcome back to Crypto Money Life. Before we get into my review of the STX token, a quick reminder to all those who are new to the channel, please hit that subscribe button and the bell icon. Stay up to date with all of my latest videos and exciting content that I've got coming up. Done that? Okay, great. Let's get into the video. Stacks is a relatively new layer one blockchain solution that has been designed to bring smart contracts and decentralized applications to Bitcoin and doing so without changing any of the features or compromising on the security and stability of its own or the Bitcoin 
platform. As mentioned in the intro, the platform was formerly known as Blockstack, but was rebranded in late 2020 to Stack. Development continued during 2020 with the mainnet for Stacks 2.0 launching in January 2021. I wouldn't go as far as to call Blockstack a failed project as the rebrand seems to have occurred as a way of separating the ecosystem and the open source project from the actual company Blockstack PVC, which was the company that built the original project. Rather than a relaunch of a failed project, I see Stacks 2.0 as the rebranded and upgraded iteration which seeks to address the utility and scalability issues that affect the Bitcoin network. In order to achieve this, the Stacks development team has created a new and unique consensus mechanism they've dubbed Proof of Transfer or POX. This POX consensus connects the Bitcoin and Stacks blockchains. The Stacks blockchain contains the smart contracts, whereas the Bitcoin layer acts as the finality and security layer. Leader elections then occur on the Bitcoin blockchain, while new blocks are written to the connected Stacks blockchain. By working in this manner, the Stacks blockchain transactions are capable of scaling independent of the Bitcoin blockchain. Bitcoin's chain is only needed for security and finality, meaning that thousands of transactions on the Stacks blockchain result in just one single hash on a Bitcoin's blockchain. This is pretty innovative solution that I really like. Each consensus algorithm that is used in blockchain requires some type of resource to secure the blockchain, whether it be computer resources or financial resources. Most of the time, these algorithms are divided into two major types or two main types. The first is proof of work, where nodes dedicate commuting resources in a process called mining. And the second is proof of stake, where the nodes dedicate financial resources in a process called staking. There are, however, variants of these two primary algorithms. And one of the variants of proof of work is the proof of bird consensus, which sees miners compete for network rewards by burning or destroying the proof of work cryptocurrency in lieu of using computer resources. Stacks has taken the proof of burn concept and built on it to create a new consensus mechanism they've named proof of transfer. What sets this apart is that in POX, the proof of work cryptocurrency of an already established blockchain is not burned, but instead is used to secure the new blockchain. Rather than burning the existing cryptocurrency, it is transferred by miners to other participants in the network. The miners then receive some of the new cryptocurrency and the other network participants receive the established cryptocurrency in the transfer. This allows network participants who are adding value to the new cryptocurrency network to earn a reward in a base cryptocurrency by actively participating in the consensus algorithm. Well, the big selling point here is that Stacks looks to take what makes Bitcoin so powerful and extend it with additional functionality without needing to fork or change the original Bitcoin blockchain. Apart from the new consensus mechanism, this decentralized platform also supports smart contracts, dApps, and the creation of virtual assets that are easily transferred. These virtual assets can represent any number of use cases, including governance or funding. Stacks also supports both fungible token creation and non-fungible token creation. In order to power the smart contracts on the platform, Stacks uses the Clarity programming language, which provides enhanced security. The Clarity code is what's known as predictable code because developers are able to determine what the program is going to do, how much data it will consume, and what the cost will be for the application. 
Many see this as preferable to Ethereum's Solidity language, which does not allow developers to know or predict what the program will do, its data needs or its cost without actually executing the code. The native token of Stacks is the STX token, which was created for the primary purpose of fueling the execution of Clarity smart contracts. However, whilst this remains its primary purpose, there are some additional features and functionality for the token in the Stacks ecosystem, including publishing new smart contracts to the blockchain, paying for transaction fees, and registering digital assets. Another thing to note is that Stacks is unique in that it was initially distributed to the public through the first ever US Security and Exchange Commission approved token offering in the USA. This allowed the token to launch with an initial $28 million cash offering for its STX tokens in July 2019. And in addition, the project also released a legal memo in December 2020 that outlined how STX would be able to move from its current status to become tradable on US exchanges. In terms of performance, STX is currently ranked on CoinMarketCap at around number 63 and has a current market cap of just under $1 billion. From its launch in 2020, the token price saw a steady climb, rising from 43 cents at the start of January 2021 to around $1.30 by the end of March. However, the price really took off in April and it reached an all-time high of $2.82. What followed has been a bit of a roller coaster, and at the time of researching for this video on the 19th of July, the coin is trading for just under a dollar at 92 cents. It has a circulating supply of 1.1 billion STX tokens and a max supply of 1.8 billion. Stacks has been developed by a globally distributed team that includes leading researchers from MIT, Princeton and Stanford universities, all very prestigious institutes. The project initially originated from the company Blockstack PBC, having been funded by a number of prominent venture capital funds, including Y Combinator, Digital Currency Group and Winklevoss Capital. The company Blockstack PBC now operates under the name Hero Systems PBC which also played a part in driving the name change of the project itself. Name changes aside, the brains behind the project are Manip Ali and Ryan Shear, who co-founded both Blockstacks and now Stacks. Manip is a graduate from Princeton University with an MA and PhD in computer science. He remains the CEO of the new company, Hiro Systems PBC. Brian Shear, the second co-founder, departed the project in 2018, having served as the CEO for around five years. I really like this project, as I think that it is a unique and innovative project that promises to enhance the utility of the Bitcoin network and unlock the massive value in Bitcoin. I generally think that it has the opportunity to make Bitcoin more useful in the DeFi ecosystem, and with its inclusion of smart contracts and dApps alongside the already formidable value and reputation of Bitcoin, I think the project has good times ahead. To me, the platform represents all that is good about crypto. It has credible developers, funding and backing, genuine use cases, an ability for users to earn passively and seemingly buy-in and acceptance from the US regulators. Whilst I predict good things for Stacks, I will be watching closely to see if and how rapidly the blockchain community adopts Stacks and whether adding smart contracts to Bitcoin actually causes people to move away from other networks that were actually originally designed for dApps such as Ethereum. For me, I think there is a chance, but Ethereum is a big one to push aside.
Well guys, those are my opinions about the stacks taken. I would love to hear what you think of the project. Are you as enthusiastic as me or do you disagree with my very rosy view? Let me know down below and please do take the time to like the video, sub to the channel and comment. I will of course get back to each and every one of you if I can. That's about it for today. I hope you enjoyed the video and I'll see you guys again soon on Crypto Money Life. That's uh, Crypto Money Life. Please do comment and... Um, uh, uh, yes, uh, today we're talking about... Please do comment and um, frequent his channel, Crypto Money Life. Um, he's, he's, he's a great uh, explainer, Two as years. you can see. And he's very organized. And uh, Spencer Taring, Spencer Taring... Um, he's great and uh, he's got 10,000 subscribers. Um, please do uh, subscribe to his channel and uh, uh, frequent his channel and you will learn new things. I'm going to subscribe right now. Live. Can you see that? I'm subscribing. I'm subscribing. I'm liking the video. I'm liking the video. I like the video a lot. So, um, what else? What else we're gonna do? This, this, there, there was really something about <sighs> hex that most people don't know, and that is that hex is based on the Ethereum uh, network, and uh, because of fees uh, for staking and fees for unstaking, uh, the the uh, founder of hex. Uh, felt that it was time for a change. It was time for uh, a change, so he decided to fork Ethereum. Uh, the fork is called Pulse, Pulse Chain, and uh, it's currently in uh, pre-testnet. It's going to be uh, testnet should be live this year, this week. Sorry, it's going it's going to be uh, any time now that uh, uh, it should fork. And uh, the key issue is that um, there will be um, new opportunities for everyone in the Ethereum space because the fork is going to be one of the first uh, forks of Ethereum to take the entire um, uh, current uh, token uh, state with it. So... If you own any Ethereum-based um, tokens, if you own Ethereum itself, uh, and let's say you're using a MetaMask wallet, your private keys will work on the Pulse network. And if you had Ethereum, there will be Pulse on the Pulse network. Actually, it'll be um, uh, diluted by about 10,000. Um, that is, the the uh, number of pulse in the pulse chain network will be inflated. Uh, so if you had a thousand uh, Ethereum on Ethereum, you now have one uh, one pulse, the equivalent of one pulse, and uh, or ten thousand Ethereum, <laughs> you'll have the equivalent of one pulse, or uh, something like that, or maybe. Uh, if you had one Ethereum, you'll now have 10,000 Pulse. 
maybe that's right. That's how it goes because um, the 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 um, if you had one Ethereum, you'll now have ten thousand pulse because the um, the supply of pulse will be ten thousand times the supply of Ethereum. And that includes hex and hex contracts and the way that hex contracts work in that they are going to be, you know, um, representations of uh, certificates of deposit on the Ethereum network. They will uh, similarly be representations of uh, certificates of deposit on the Pulse network, but now the fees will be um, orders of magnitude less, and so it'll be more profitable for smaller stakes and for people that don't have you know tens of thousands of dollars to stake and unstake stake and unstake on pulse network and yet it'll still be as profitable as it has been on hex or at least that's the theory that uh, pulse chain uh, the version of hex will be as powerful as the hex version uh, has been on um, on Ethereum, and yet uh, the fees will be so much less, it'll be much more uh, usable on the Pulse uh, chain. This is Richard Hart taking care of his hexagons uh, and saying, you know, the fees are too great on Ethereum. He said at one point, if the fees ever become too great, um, we will fork Ethereum. And true to his word, he is forking Ethereum, and it's happening um, at the very current time. So I'm excited about it. We'll see how it works. I'm excited about it. Um, it's happening. Um, as a part of the move to Pulse, uh, there is a sacrifice um, process that lasted for 17 days. And uh, this sacrifice process if i can get a picture um i don't know if i can get a picture up of the sacrifice process and exactly how it worked but basically bottom line the first five days uh of the 19 days let me say uh you could invest and then uh get a, a multiplier of your investment of uh, the dollar value of your investment by 10,000 uh, pulse. So if you invested a dollar, you get 10,000 pulse. And uh, uh, that investment was also allowed to be um, a, uh, a uh, there was a, a charitable donation that you could make to the SENS Foundation, that's S-E-N-S, dot org s-e-n-s dot org and um, the sense foundation received something like 27 million dollars their normal budget over the you know several decades that they've been in business was about two million in the last several years their their regular budget was about two to two and a half million dollars a year they've just received a 27 million dollar uh investment within 20 days and so um let's just hear from uh the uh the uh managing director 
of the SENS Foundation, uh, how much of an impact that will make on what they do. Um, and right before I show you what an impact uh, the uh, sacrifice phase of the Pulse Chain, a new blockchain um, that will be released soon, a fork of Ethereum, and a uh, this fork of Ethereum being being done by the uh, leader of Hex. So um, let me show you what Sends.org is as an organization. They are um, the Pulse uh, Chain uh, airdrop has ended. Thank you, Richard Hart, for all your donors. Um, uh, the largest charitable donation in the history of cryptocurrency. For the largest uh, charitable donation in the history of cryptocurrency. Um, so uh, right there, um, you can see uh, lots of... Um, well-established personalities are behind what the SENS Foundation is. Here's uh, Edward James almost um, supporting, again, the SENS Foundation uh, because uh, it is that important. SENS Foundation, the SENS Research Foundation, works to develop, promote, and ensure widespread access to the therapies that cure and prevent the diseases and disabilities of aging by comprehensively repairing the damage that builds up in our bodies over time. We are redefining the way the, the world researches and treats age-related ill health while inspiring the next generation of biomedical sciences. And it's to this foundation, to a foundation whose primary purpose is to save your life, you, to save your life. Um, Richard Hart has uh, just orchestrated the largest charitable donation in the history of uh, cryptocurrency. And uh, here's a little write-up uh, at the SENS Foundation about the uh, airdrop. Um, uh, they're extremely grateful to Richard Hart and the over 2,000 donors who supported uh, their mission. Uh, they will be announcing the, the total raised as we finish the processing. Um, please refer to the FAQs below and uh, send them email to airdrop at sends.org. Um, there you go. Um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, uh, Sense Foundation Research is a separate entity from Pulse Chain. We are a, a scientific nonprofit organization that Richard chose to support through his airdrop. We cannot advise you on anything that has to do with the process and/or Pulse reward. Uh, please contact the Pulse team for more information. So, um, if you want more information, you will go to PulseChain.com. But it's really cool that they, they chose to uh, um, uh, do as much as they have in uh, honoring uh, the uh, Pulse Chain uh, airdrop. And, uh, well, I mean, uh, getting 10 times your annual investment, uh, 10 times your annual budget 
in um, 20 days is a huge deal for any nonprofit, and uh, it's wonderful that they've they've made such a big deal about um, about it and uh, thanking uh, Richard Hart. He certainly deserves it. So we've talked about stacks, and we've talked about uh, a, a little bit more. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, we've talked about Pulse, uh, and it's really exciting. Uh, very, very glad uh, to talk about that. So what's next? Well, let's see here in our list of stories today. Ah, one thing that is uh, obviously uh, very interesting is, you know, the, the worlds of DeFi, decentralized finance. Uh, there's crypto scams, DeFi hacks and rug pulls. Why the cryptocurrency industry needs insurance tech. When you have even uh, $100 in a liquidity pool, you dread the day you awake to it being gone. And... Uh, there's been millions and millions of dollars lost in various crypto scams and DeFi hacks and rug pulls. And uh, it's just, you know, that's what people are uh, most afraid of. Uh, it's very complicated business. It's very technical business. At this point, it, we're in the, you know, the, the dark ages of, uh, of decentralized finance. Um, and then you wake up and you say, your bags are gone. How do you alleviate that concern? With insurance. Unfortunately, DeFi and uh, users don't have much choice when protecting their assets. And only an estimated $2 billion of DeFi's $100 billion uh, total value locked is insured. Literally, there's about one-tenth of a trillion dollars currently uh, allocated in uh, total value lo locked in decentralized finance and only uh, about two billion dollars is insured needless to say uh, crypto and DeFi are still in the exploratory phase in finding an optimal insurance solution exploits have become almost inevitable and hidden in plain sight many great projects have pushed the need for uh, crypto insurance forward at first nexus mutual paved the way they realized that when it comes to insuring DeFi assets there wasn't enough data to understand the events you're trying to cover they built a mutual where people could pool their collateral and vote on uh, which claims to recognize the mutual system has been around for centuries it's proven to be a good measure when you have limited data and availability to judge similar to the syndicated pool from Lloyd's of London. Uh, evolving methods for crypto insurance. In the sense of adapting to the blockchain, methods are evolving. Uh, all the data is public and transparent. Certain risks are starting to occur, given, giving us insight into what needs to be covered. Flash loans, rug pulls, bugs, uh, etc. Downside risks should be covered through automated systems over mutual insurance because even though mutual coverage is suitable for the start, it has varying effects, particularly when paired with governance. Even though you're covered, if people don't uh, vote objectively, you don't get the coverage even if 
an event happens. Um, we should automate the process to remove unpredictable human elements as much as possible. Crypto insurance can be built entirely with code for efficiency and reliability, providing an answer for the cumbersome claims process. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So that's just one thing uh, that we, we need to talk about. You can find out more um, by going to, uh, you can find out more at, uh, let's see, where, where Nexus Mutual. Let's see if we can find out more um, at Nexus Mutual right here. Uh, boom, boom. And it's nexusmutual.io. Nexusmutual.io. You can find out more there and get covered and uh, find out if you can uh, find a better way, uh, right? Um, nexusmutual.io. Now, another report here refers to the fact that um, Shiba Inu, SHIB, S-H-I-B, and Dogecoin, D-O-G-E, users led the altcoin surge in 2021. Data shows most exchange trading activity came from altcoins ahead of the big three cryptocurrencies this year, and leading the charge were two Shiba Inu-inspired cryptos, um, the, the breed of dog called Shiba Inu. Um, uh, inspired uh, both of these uh, large uh, cryptocurrency uh, projects. Crypto hopefuls piled on uh, to trading arenas en masse in 2021, logging on to exchanges, cranking up the leverage, and trying to achieve the obscure dream of making millions of dollars from a few thousand. The numbers are staggering as well, as crypto services company um, Crypto.com latest market report shows the total number of global crypto users reached over 220 to 221 million in June 2021, taking only four months to double the global crypto population from 100 million to 200 million. Four months to double. This is extraordinary. Uh, and it wasn't the large cap tokens that were being punted on, but meme coins named after dog breeds that saw greater trading uh, activity from the everyday investor, or so notes crypto.com. Altcoin adoption was likely spurred by the influx of new users who were interested in tokens like Shiba, uh, Shiba Token and Dogecoin, among others. Shiba Inu becomes top dog. Both the tokens reached the top 10 cryptocurrencies by market cap for a brief period in April 2021. Dogecoin reached a high of almost 80 cents, while Shiba Inu touched four zeros and a three, a very low number, um, uh, uh, a percentage of a penny. Uh, they, they've since fallen to 20 cents and a much lower percentage of a penny as the meme hype faded out Doge remains a top 10 crypto. Factors behind their rise included celebrity shilling, Coinbase listings, general approachability, and the power of memes that help proliferate their hype to investors around the world 
and via mobile apps like TikTok. Such growth came uh, on the back of uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum, leading in terms of uh, both institutional adoption and protocol improvements. Um, this is a great article, but um, that's the state of crypto when uh, cryptocurrencies named after dog breeds uh, lead the, the way. Um, this story, though, is insanely bullish. This is incredibly bullish. Anyone involved in crypto should be um, very excited about this, and uh, I certainly am. Um, this is just just amazing. I mean, it's just amazing when you think about it. U.S. banks urged to include Bitcoin crypto in their plans for this crucial reason. The American Bankers Association. Not some crazy left-wing, right-wing, you know, cryptocurrency underground organization. The American Bankers Association has released a new report in which it advises its members to partner uh, with crypto firms due to the profitability of the space. It's just that simple. In a new report titled Understanding Crypto, What Banks Need to Know, the American Bankers Association, the ABA, uh, has urged banks across the country to partner with crypto firms. The need for banks to partner with crypto firms, according to the report, is due to the increased profitability of the sector and rising client interest. In the 20-page report, while suggesting various crypto use cases for banks with revenue models and regulatory issues for each use case, the group provided a high-level overview of crypto with a glossary which maps crypto business activities to bank products and services. The American Bankers Association advises banks on crypto relations. With the increasing profitability of the crypto industry, banks have found it more lucrative to take crypto companies on as partners and their uh, customers as clients, while crypto companies need banks to provide access to the payment system to onboard and offload uh, fiat deposits, ABA said in the report. Some of the suggested partnerships for the banks include payment systems where a blockchain-powered payment network would allow for faster and more efficient international transactions, or how the blockchain technology could be utilized to allow for cheaper and secure lending processes. Other activities that the bank could find indispensable include KYC AML, uh, that's Know Your Customer and Anti-Money Laundering, uh, Digital Identity Reporting and Banking, uh, where a bank could offer business banking services to crypto companies. The ABA further classified crypto assets into four categories, cryptocurrencies, stablecoins, central bank digital currencies, and non-fungible tokens. Decentralized finance also got a nod. It highlighted various use cases for crypto, uh, uh, of crypto for banks. Uh, these cases range from store value to custody, wallet provider, and interest-bearing accounts. Other use cases cited uh, are payments, lending, exchange trading, broker dealing, uh, insurance, uh, network utility, and asset management. Um, it's just 
it's just amazing uh if you if you if you if you think about it the american bankers association this it's the american bankers association this is not some fly by night company and the conclusion blockchains represent a transparent and decentralized way of recording transactions both financial and non-financial but their use for the creation storage transfer and trading of cryptocurrencies has grown exponentially over the past few years at the same time the crypto industry itself while novel to many has reached all-time highs in terms of market size public interest and company valuation a summary of the report indicated so this is the dividing line in the history of um, the crypto assets world now now this is pursuant to something that uh, BitBoy Crypto, uh, Brian Armstrong, uh, or Ben Armstrong, uh, recently said, um, it's time to stop referring to them as as cryptocurrencies and start referring to them by their their more uh, accurate title, crypto assets. So um, this is a dividing line uh, between what was before and what will come after. Uh, the dividing line being um, when the American Bankers Association released a report in July of 2021 on um, what they believed their members should should plan on in terms of their their association with cryptocurrency and other cryptocurrency companies. It's really a big deal, and it's kind of uh, cool. So there you go. American Bankers Association. Check it out. Now, Gary Gensler sounds the alarm on growing DeFi activity, says the SEC, uh, looking to regulate uh, the crypto sector. Gary Gensler uh, was uh, pegged as a crypto-friendly official at the start of his term, but he's raising alarms six months in he is the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission chairman. Uh, Gary Gensler is the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission chairman, the, the U.S. SEC. And uh, he reiterated his position on the burgeoning uh, decentralized finance sector yesterday, calling for an increased overview of the space while signaling regulations were necessary, uh, necessarily required. And... And he says, very candidly, and I quote, while I'm neutral on the technology, even intrigued, I spent three years teaching it, leaning into it. I'm not neutral about investor protection, said Gensler, who is scheduled to give a speech on crypto today at the Aspen Security Forum. He added, if someone wants to speculate, that's their choice, but we have a role as a nation, to protect those investors against fraud, and um, this is uh, this is wonderful. Uh, as he says here, he spent three years. Um, I I believe it was like at Harvard teaching uh, cryptocurrency uh, and and the beginning of the technology uh, to uh, students, upper level students. And uh, now he is the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission. And uh, 
he does believe that uh, further regulation is required. And this is good. Most cryptocurrency, or sorry, here we go again. Most crypto asset um, um, pundits and uh, uh, people in the industry have said that they did not want uh, regulation or massive regulation. They've been going to other countries to do their business and so forth. Well, I think that's the exact opposite of the truth. I think that with greater um, uh, regulation will will come greater uh, adoption and uh, predictability. I mean, it's like, you know, the old saw, the only thing that is sure is death and taxes. Well, it's a good thing that you know what your taxes are. It's a good thing that that it's it's um, a a certainty that you can count on, so that you you don't have to guess and you don't have and you can tell clients, yeah, there's a certainty about what taxes you're going to uh, owe if you get involved with cryptocurrency. That certainty needs to be uh, in place. We need to have laws to uh, regulate crypto uh, assets projects and to protect people and um i applaud this this is great this is wonderful it's just a growing up of um what is happening in the crypto asset sector this story is kind of amazing um as we get towards the end of our hour uh el salvador effect we'll just call it the el salvador effect spain considers allowing mortgage payments in crypto what uh, will Spain do an El Salvador and push the crypto agenda forward on a global stage? Um, according to 20 Minutos, <laughs> a Spanish newspaper group, 20 Minutos, a, tw- uh, a Spanish uh, newspaper group, lawmakers in the country are considering a proposal enabling mortgage payments with crypto. The digital transformation law would also include a raft of other measures to legitimize crypto, blockchain, and artificial intelligence technologies, including tax incentives for firms operating within these sectors. Spain looks to crypto for finance reform. Um, the the ruling People's Party uh, in Spain seeks to uh, promote the use of crypto and other transformative technologies. Under the proposal, the PP intends to modernize banking infrastructure and uh, encourage companies to adopt transformative technologies in their day-to-day operations. In terms of mortgage reform, uh, not only do lawmakers wish to enable mortgage payments in crypto, but the proposal extends to include an overhaul of the entire mortgage system. It puts forward the case that banks should use blockchain to administer the mortgage system. It also su- suggests utilizing smart contracts for insurance, which they believe will speed up the claims process. Introduction into the mortgage system. It also proposes that banks use blockchain technology to manage mortgages, insurance, and speed up compensation. It proposes to extend it to insurance policies with smart contracts with conditions depending on the procedures to be followed, the verification processes, and potential incidents. <clears throat> the ruling party also sees merit in using blockchain technology in the food chain to trace the origin via label passports, uh, as well as in the health sector to document medical decisions and processes 
and in Streamlining Medical Reports Administration. Will Spain make the skeptics listen? El Salvador's uh, Bitcoin legal tender bill was a revolutionary act demonstrating at a national level that Bitcoin and crypto have more use than speculation alone. Then again, El Salvador, with its population of just 6.5 million, is such a small player on the global stage, meaning the impact of the Bitcoin bill will always was always going to be limited. However, pro-crypto moves by Spain, which ranks 14th in the world by GDP, will undoubtedly send a more rousing point to the skeptics. The likes of the U.S., among others, continue to drag their feet on affirmative crypto legal frameworks. Recently, U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren went on the offensive by regurgitating played-out arguments on environmental damage and criminality. In making her arguments, she, like others before her, only made clear her ignorance of the technology, which in turn highlights the foolishness of those uneducated on the matter uh, influencing legislation which affects us all. All eyes are on Spain in anticipation of unfolding events. So in geopolitical terms, um, El Salvador's uh, adoption of Bitcoin as legal tender was a first, no doubt. But in terms, uh, geopolitical terms, this uh, move by the ruling party of Spain is certainly uh, a big one. It's just happened. Um, we don't know what the fallout will be, but it's all happening right now. Keep your eyes open. It could be uh, very, very big, and uh, I'm excited. Um, that's just one of the things uh, that's coming. Um, now, this is another um, topic that I will cover next time. Um, our time is getting a little bit short. I don't want to make these too long. I want to make them uh, right at an hour. And so we're going to uh, take this up next time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me, the Bitcoin doctor. As always, um, you can contact me through the show notes. Please send uh, any donations that you would like to support our efforts um, to the Ethereum address uh, in the show notes, um, either uh, Hex or uh, ETH. And uh, please send any Bitcoin um, to the Bitcoin address in the show notes if you would like to support our efforts. Thank you very much. And with that, adieu. Adieu.